Hey, this is Steve Hudson. I'm the 50 plus pastor here at New Vision. I hope you're having a great summer. Uh, my wife's a school teacher, and so she's getting all geared up for that. Uh, not with a smile on her face, but she's all getting getting geared up for that. Uh, they go back next week, but uh, we're still in First Timothy. I've got chapter five, verses one and two. It's just a couple of little short verses. Uh, let me read those to you. It says, "Do not rebuke an older man harshly, but exhort him as he was as he were if he were your father. Treat younger younger men as brothers, older women as mothers, and younger women as sisters with purity." I'm going to try and break that down for you a bit. Paul's giving instruction um, to Timothy on how we should treat each other. He moves on to the next verses and talks about widows uh, as, as, as tomorrow's um, lesson will be or the podcast. We're just going to look at the first two. And let me define these words for you. Rebuke is defined as express sharp disapproval or criticism of someone because of their behavior or actions. Another option uh, definition was an expression of sharp disapproval or criticism. Uh, exhort is defined as strongly encourage or urge someone to do something. I think that most of us would prefer to be exhorted than rebuked. We have, we have more than likely experienced both. I truly hope you don't live in an environment where you don't experience being exhorted on a regular basis. We know it's important, or at least we think it's important, because one of the five love languages is words of affirmation. We all need to be encouraged and affirmed. That's what Paul's telling Timothy. We treat older men with honor, young men with respect, the same for women. Older women like your mother and young women as a sister. I know what you're thinking. My sister and I fought too, but in the end of the day, my job was to protect her and I would do that, uh, but it was okay for us to fight. Paul is giving instruction to Timothy on how to minister to different groups in a church. I have said coming to New Vision from the outside, the perception was this was a young church. Young people are here. The student ministry has exploded. One of the things that's great about New Vision is we are a diverse church. We have different ages. We have different ethnicities. We look like, a we look like the community we live in. That's what a church should look like. Churches work better when we have all ages. We're able to offer so much to each other. You don't want a church of just young people. You sure don't want a church just of senior adults. Verse 1 has been important to me. I have always worked with senior adults, even before I was one. I've always lived in different areas than my parents. There have been so many men and couples who have loved on me and my family. There have, there have at times needed to rebuke me, exhort me, but most of all, just to love on me. I love listening to stories from those who are older than me, and most are wiser, they're all wiser. If you're old enough like me, I have talked with guys who served in World War II, served in Vietnam. These stories have impacted me of what they experienced. There's so much wisdom of what they have experienced and what they went through, how they dealt with little survive. My mother-in-law passed away at Christmas. She was 96. She was what they call that World War II generation. You know what I mean? They didn't throw anything away because you might need it. I have listened to stories where guys would pull nails from wood, work to straighten them out because you can reuse them. That generation was first referred to as the greatest generation. They had faith and a respect for Jesus, loved this country, and loved their families and worked very hard. What's the difference from a house built in the 30s to one today? Check the size of the closet. One of my last buddies was a guy named Tony. We became fast friends many years ago. He's a retired prison warden. He offered me great stories, great wisdom. It was about doing things right, doing them the right way. He loved on me and many others. Tony and his wife moved to Arizona to follow a son. 
a few years after that, I went to visit him in Tucson. The last words he offered me the night before I left was, I'll see you in heaven. And he passed away the next year. Doing this, doing this podcast and talking about senior adults has brought so many memories of men who invested in me. I've got pictures of them in my office. I can still remember the stories they told me, the stories that we told that were serious, the stories that we told that made me laugh. I have never lived in the same town as my parents since I was a young man. Three years ago, my parents moved here. My mom passed away in March. The last two and a half years, I spent more time with my mom than I had in the 30 years plus. One day, my girls asked my wife, she said, were you as close to, or were you as close to your mom as we are to you? And she said, no, because if you're old enough like me, remember that if you, had, if you didn't live in the same town, they were called long distance calls and they cost you money. And nobody wanted to spend money to do that. So you may or may not talk to your parents, uh, but once a week, once every two weeks. In our society, so many live in communities different than their parents. If you live near parents, feel fortunate. Free babysitting, your kids getting to know their grandparents. We had a group this spring called Legacy Grandparenting. The biggest takeaway was to have intentional conversations. We want to have fun, but it's important to have intentional conversations about what we believe, our faith, and what things are important to us. For those who have lived away from family, we need this community. That's what Paul is telling Timothy. We must live as a community. We respect our elders, but at the same time, don't look at young people any different. My encouragement every time is to invest in people. That means you go past just how are you doing conversations. We all have a story that we need to share, and that we need to listen to someone else's story. Let me pray with us. Joey, thank you for this day. I thank you for Tony and all these men who have loved on me through the years uh, for the investment they've made in my life. Lord, I hope that, um, that in return that sometime I can do that for somebody else. But most of all, we thank you for loving us. We thank you for this church. We thank you that we have the opportunity to serve others and to love on others. And just ask you to bless our day. Amen. 